0: privilege to be here this morning we believe that your work is not completed and that today also marks a continual filling of our cups till they overflow shepherd us. We don't have any other help apart from you. Others have chariots. Others have horses. But we trust only in you. So we pray that this morning your voice will be heard. And that we will do well To hearken to the voice of your spirit. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Please be seated.
1: the road, hear you speak and won't let go, fall to my knees as I lift my hands to pray. God, every reason to be here again, Father's love, it draws me in, and all my eyes want to see is a glance of you. It's you hold hold the universe. You hold, hold everyone on earth that is yours. You hold, hold.
0: appreciate Jesus. This morning, I want to take you along a very important road you must walk on if you want to be a shepherd. There are certain things in in, in 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 all endeavors of life, there are things that are necessary, but you can do without them. You can really do without them. Whether you are a driver, carpenter, lawyer, doctor, pastor, everything. There are main things you cannot do without. Every other thing is just an embellishment. And sometimes things need to be embellished to, you know, make it look nice. Like how our sisters dress and they look beautiful to us. Yeah. they they, they, they add a few things that enhance their um, appearance and their beauty. Reverend Frank please come and sit here. Come please, don't waste my time. Let's clap our hands for Reverend Frank from Achimota. He was trying to beg so I had to be strong. Yeah. So when a lady dresses. Are, are there some basic things that are needed for a woman before she leaves the house? Are there some things she cannot leave the house without? What are some of the things? You, I mean, I'm sure you understand that a lot of things are embellishments. Just, you know, to spruce spruce up your appearance but what are the basics an earring an earring you know unless you are from sda but the rest of us you need an earring i mean a stud or something you know an earring is it basic it's basic yeah what else yes a lady is telling me that i mean a woman I mean, especially in our temperate weather where we, where we wear light clothes and so on. You need to wear a brazier or a bodice.
2: <laughs>
0: you know, because it, it, it will be too, uh, especially in the, in, the, in the cities. You know, in the village, you can allow them to do praise and worship. <laughs> but in the cities... It's part of your appearance, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think these are very necessary. The rest, they are not very important. And depending on the type of, because there are some women based on how their hair is, if they don't wear a wig, it will be a disaster. And also some will need to wear a little makeup, lipstick, just to, because. That's why you must not propose to a lady without asking her to wash her face. (laughs) In front of you, give her water. Please, can you, can you please wash your face? I want to see. Yes. Because for all you know, she's a leopard. Just once, just to see. Because I mean, there's some women I know who look more beautiful without makeup. Yeah. When they wear makeup, it's like a dead body has been prepared for what uh, uh, all night. Uh, what do you call that thing? Wakekeeping. keeping. We're keeping. By her natural face. Say amen. Amen. So ladies and gentlemen, let's get serious. There are certain basics you need for ministry. Now, in the words of David, describing his relationship with the shepherd, that great shepherd, that master shepherd himself, he said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, which must be on the mind of every pastor, that you must be that type of pastor that when someone is your sheep, or when you are someone's shepherd, that person should not lack anything. Yes. Yes. I shall not want, because the Lord, the Lord, not Uncle Emmanuel, not Mr. Johnson, not uh, Uncle James, not Mrs. Cecilia, the Lord, because there are some people, when they are your shepherd, you will want. You will want a prayer. You will want an, a, a visitation, a touch. But when the Lord is your shepherd, You will not want May you be that type of shepherd So all the things we've done this week Are to bring us to that point That our members will also say That Reverend James is my shepherd I shall not want May that be your testimony He maketh me to lie down in green pastures He leadeth me beside the still waters He restoreth my soul you know, I'm believing God that we are going to have more of this you no know, one day out of separating conferences so that I, I take you through some of these very, very important. Now I'm mean, the conference is over. You can tell that it's over. Yes. I'm just rounding up. But there's a lot you need to know. Yes. So when I call you must come. Will you come? Okay. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will not fear. For thou art with me. Now, this is the part you cannot do without. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Which is also another very important teaching I would have loved to take you through, but I I, I, I don't think we can have it this week, you know, because a shepherd must have a rod and a staff. Now, today, I'm taking just a sentence from chapter 8 of this book, why the sheep need a rod. Because you remember yesterday I said I was going to teach you about numbers. Yes, numbers. Very important. A shepherd who does not respect numbers is not a shepherd. Thy rod and thy staff, if you are the choir master. Of a 20 member choir. If you are the leader. Of a six member home sale. If you are the pastor. Of a 30 member church. If you are the head. Of a 500 member church. If you are the founder. Of a 200 church denomination. Thy rod. And thy staff they comfort me. Your sheep will never have comfort till you wield your rod and your staff. Now, in this book, Bishop borrows heavily from a real life shepherd. I mean a real life shepherd. When I was in um, Lesotho and uh, yes, Lesotho. I, I, I saw real shepherds. I mean, sheep with a shepherd with a staff. Yes, I saw it in Lesotho. I've, I don't remember seeing that in other places, even though they exist. I'm sure we even have them here. But I mean, that, that, that uh, quintessential picture of a shepherd with a sheep, a shepherd with a staff, I saw that for the first time in Lesotho. Very, very, I should have taken pictures of them. Now, this man, Philip Keller, is also a real-life shepherd. He has sheep. So, he wrote a book, and you know, compared the shepherding skills of an ordinary, a real-life shepherd, and how God shepherds us. Very powerful book. And He said, a rod or the rod is what the shepherd relies on to safeguard both himself and his flock in danger. Whenever they are in danger, the rod becomes very important for the shepherd. The rod is the instrument the shepherd uses to disciple and correct any wayward sheep. That insists on wandering away. Insists. There are some sheep that are stubborn sheep. I have some. I'm sure you also have some. Yes. The shepherd's rod is his weapon of power and authority. Number four, there is comfort and consolation in seeing the rod in the shepherd's skillful hand. The sheep asserts that the shepherd's rod is a continuous comfort to him. When the sheep see the shepherd with his rod, they are comforted. Because the rod is a safeguard in times of danger. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. So, as a pastor, your members must see you. You see, your, your rod is an is an insignia of authority, an emblem of authority and power. And there are many pastors who are not using their rod. But I'm borrowing this morning for the purpose of the teaching from the sixth point. He said the shepherd uses the rod to examine and count the sheep. Very important that a shepherd must be an examiner of his sheep. And a shepherd must be a counter of his sheep. So in Ezekiel, you find right there in 2037 a reference made to sheep Passing under the rod. And I will cause you to pass under the rod. So the shepherd, as it were, sits down. Can I have a drumstick? Say. Beautiful. So all the sheep are to his right. And he sits there with the help of his porter. And he stretches the rod all the sheep to the right like this and then they begin to pass one two, three four, five so among the very powerful reasons why the shepherd must have a rod this function of the rod being used to count the sheep Is one of a shepherd's responsibilities. Very important that if you have sheep, you must count. You must count. Even if you failed mathematics, you must count. You cannot have sheep. And not count. You see, it is encapsulated in that verse, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. We don't need to see the word count or counting or numbers. Any shepherd who reads that knows that the rod is used for counting. And when a sheep is counted, it is a source of comfort for the sheep. Because in those days counting was not just I mean the, the rod was not just used for counting but also used for examining the sheep will use you will, will hold the rod and pass it through the fair and check. Yes. All right, pass. No ticks. Hey. hey, hey. I see ticks. One, three. Go this way. You oh. go. So when you don't have a rod. You cannot examine your sheep. Now, our members sitting in our churches need to be examined. I'm not saying you must remove their clothes and ask them to lie on their bed for you to examine them. Are you a gynecologist? Are you a doctor? Not that one. One day I was having a meeting with uh, one of my zonal leaders who came with, the, with the, um, one of her shepherds. As we were talking, I just said, give me your phone. Let me examine your phone. And lo and behold, I just went straight to music. A shepherd. With un- un- unbeliever songs. Yeah. That's it's from his phone that, that, that was... Uh, I got to know there's there's a group called R2Bs or 4x4 or something. Shepherd in the church. Yes. Examination. Yes. You've not been smiling these days. What is happening? See me. One of the things a, a, a pastor must say often is see me. If you're a pastor and you don't use this phrase, see me, it means you're not a good shepherd. Yes. I learned that over 20 years ago from my, from my pastor, Bishop Doug. He said every shepherd, every pastor must say, see me. As you are preaching, uh, uh, in, in Mark chapter 4, verse 18, the Bible says us and yes, and we need to pay our tithes. Faith is, uh, um, Cecilia, see me after church, okay? Right. Uh, the word of God says, so as you are preaching, you are looking and examining the sheep. That's why a pastor, one of your skills, your teaching skills should be to learn it. Learn. It doesn't come automatically. You are not born with it learn to feed the sheep. A lot of pastors, when they are preaching, they feed giraffes. Feed the sheep means look at the faces of the people you are, when when I'm preaching, can't you see, I look at faces. Yeah. I can see the one, everybody is smiling. You are not smiling. See me, James, in my office. Jesus said, "Feed my sheep." He didn't say, "Feed my giraffes." When you are are preaching, you must look at the people. Don't look up. The Lord has sent me today, and and the message I'm preaching is titled "Win the Lost at Any Cost." Turn your Bibles to Matthew 28, and want to look at the last words of Jesus. Say "Amen." Everybody, say "Amen." Are you preaching to angels or giraffes or whatever? The people are sitting in front of you. Look directly in their faces and minister. A shepherd should have perspicacity. I've seen confusion on some people's face. A shepherd must be detail-oriented. A shepherd is interested in the big picture, but also looks carefully at the little things that make the big picture. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Anyone who is building a church, a church of 10 members, a home cell of 15 members, must learn and develop the habits of counting. When you don't count, you are not in Christ. When you are in Christ, you are a new creation. I'm speaking to black Africans. Black Africans are not detail-oriented. Blacks. Black people are given to generalizations. The surface, not deep. If I ask someone here right now to tell us how many people are here, he'll say, oh, we're about 10,000. Yeah. And, and, and that is what makes pastors tell lies. They give figures that are not true. Sometimes deliberately so, but many times, ignorantly so. That's a church, a big a big, popular, great, prominent church in Accra, here. The, the pastor, the head pastor is a big man, but the assistant pastor, he went for a program and somewhere, the person was talking about even counting the chess when he went to his church to count the chairs, he was surprised that the chairs in the hall, that they thought were in thousands, the chairs were 862. There are some of us sitting here pastors who don't know how many chairs are in our auditorium. And the reason is not because you don't love God. The reason is that you are an African. A white man knows the number of chests in his church. Yes. Yes. But when you are in Christ, you are a new creation. Your Africanness passes away. We don't count. We don't count. We don't count votes. We don't count voters. You go to a country, they'll give you a voter's register there. You look at the voter's register, you wonder whether they are talking about the continent or the country. No, see, look, anybody who doesn't respect numbers will never be rich. <laughs> will never prosper. Which is the reason why we are the way we are. Is a white man who funds our census. Yes. They fund our census. Years ago, I'm sure it's changed because we are a nation that is progressing. Ghana here. The, our, our, the, 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 the book that showed how many houses were, were in Ghana even even the road network and the houses with toilets and houses without toilets in Ghana some years ago down the line some six seven years ago that book was funded by the Dutch KLM you see their emblem was the KLM a white man must leave his country and count how many toilets are in your area because you yourself are incapable of counting toilets so he must come and inform you that you've got two thousand toilets versus eighteen thousand houses, and when you do the subtraction, you get whatever thousand number of houses without toilets. A white man, because the black man in his world view, in his cosmology, doesn't have numbers and counting. Anybody who will advance a nation, an industry, a church, a business that wants to advance cannot advance without a respect for numbers. Cannot. Cannot. That's why it is the white man who makes cars. That's why it's a white man. I went to talk about it recently. I was surprised. I was driving by the Muslim Trisam Harbour uh, around Isipon. I was surprised. 21st century. Our, our canoes are still dug out canoes. I saw timber big to a scooping dug out canoes. That was being used in Genesis. <laughs> they still do it in Jamestown. They get timber and they scoop inside to make a hole inside and sit in it with paddle. Because to make a ship, to make a submarine, you must have numbers as one of the things you respect.
2: <laughs>
0: to calculate, calculations for the ship to float, the engines, the this, that, that this, that, that, this, that, that. How many uh, lifeboats? boats, how many ba- uh, that black man chale, hey, chale sit inside and let's go so a white man from Japan makes an outboard motor, Yamaha because he respects numbers and makes a machine with intricate parts with wires and cables and, and, and electronic whatever, all the things there that you can put by your dark out canoe to give you speed But if we leave you, it will take you three months to go and bring fish. And we bring that behavior to the church. Yeah. And build dug out churches. Churches that are not mechanized. In this book, the mega church There's a very beautiful chapter in this book on industrialization. Industrialization, that's it. Turning your church into an industry. That chapter is useless without a respect for numbers. You cannot industrialize your church, your nation, your city without numbers. So, so, so this morning... I'm actually going to be teaching from this book, The Mega Church. To show you that as a choir leader, as a leader of the first timers, as a leader of uh, the treasurers, as a pastor of a church, it is very important for you to know that you cannot build a church without counting Luke fourteen, twenty eight. For what man What man intending to build a tower? Which of you intending to build a church? Intending to build a ministry? Which of you? That person should stand up. Which of you intending to build branches? Which of you intending to build a choir? Which of you, intending to build a fellowship, will not sit down first and count the cost? Count. If you want to build, you count. You count. A lot of the defeats we have in our marriages... In our ministries in our businesses arise from this basic disregard disrespect for counting if you are married you must count how many times you have sex with your husband yeah you must have the population census for 2015 and census for 2016 you realize that 2015 you had sex 18 times the whole year i'm preaching and then 2016 you had sex only six times the whole year it will tell you that the marriage is headed for a, for, for 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 all you are interested in all the things you are counting are your shoes and your dresses and your earrings and your wigs. But you are not counting how many times you are having sex with your husband. If you count, you will wonder ah, but how come my husband feels free, works, 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 or does gym, exercises all the time. I mean, When you've had sex only five times in one year That means that there's something happening somewhere Because the way his waist is very free, you know I wonder how Yeah, because based on the number of times we have had, had sex in 2015 He should be walking like this But the way is happening somewhere. Yes. Go home and count. Yes. So in our model marriage book, there's a chapter called the sexometer. In our book, Lighthouse, model marriage. Give me one. Sexometer. Read my lips. Sexometer. I'm not joking. You are the one laughing. You are the... T- you are the one laughing. I'm not, I'm not joking.
1: Britain. Britain.
0: Yes. You can even do a, a I mean, a plot a graph of how many times you have sex every week. And plot, you see that there are some weeks that it went down. Not when you were in your period. Because some people craving when you are in your period, they have a way around things. That's Yes. Saxometer. Help me. Please find it for me. You see, you don't know. Your marriage is spoiling. Your business is spoiling. The cement you are selling, you better go back and sit down and count how many bags of cement are in the store uh, warehouse. How many were sold last week? You realize that? Even though 14... You know a friend, Uncle James, he said he came to your shop when you were not there and bought 100 bags of cement. Before he bought it, you had 2,400 bags. You've gone and you've come. Your guy, your shopkeeper, still has counted 2,400 bucks. He has not stolen any bagel, which means that as he's there, you know, When they come and buy, then he replaces because he sells it at a certain price and replaces it. So when you don't even count your customers, saxometer. Yes.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: Frequency and the relationship. Pastor, we are talking about shepherding and, and uh, why have you brought sex into Why, why do you like sex? Minya, if you, if you don't talk about sex, you can't be a good shepherd because the good shepherd, before he comes to the church to come and shepherd you, there should be happiness inside the house. Found it. Say the chapter quickly. Frequency and the relationship. Pastor, talk about church and stop talking about sex. Sex is part of church. Twice a day Twice a day If you have sex twice a day It's typical of a very very happy relationship Twice a day Typical of relaxation Or honeymoon ecstasy Receive honeymoon ecstasy If you have sex once a day every day is typical of a very happy marriage if you have sex every other day somebody who respects counting has sat down i bet you never knew that you could relate the state of your marriage to how many times you're having sex in your marriage every other day is typical of a harmonious marriage especially in working couples we I'm at Echo Bank and she works as SNET. We go, we come, we are working every other day. But once a week is typical of marriage experiencing pressures of life. Pressure! Pressure! Once a week. Twice a month. Hey! <laughs> I'm preaching preaching. only. Twice a month. Twice a month. month. Typical of a disharmonious marriage, especially life in between quarrel storms. Yes, those families. But I also know there's a particular couple they fight all the time and they have sex every day. That's the exception. <laughs> yes. They are here. They are listening to me. But typically <laughs> twice a month. Yeah. So once a month is typical of a marriage in coexistence. Wow. They are just coexisting. It's like roommates. Yeah, once a month, roommates. Once in two or three months Typical of a marriage In serious disharmony Query Unfaithfulness You see that thing? Query. So you are in the house with your husband And you have sex once in three months Unfaithfulness That your husband Is sleeping with another woman Or your wife is sleeping With a houseboy Must come to your mind Or the driver, (laughs) or the garden boy. Once, once every six months, typical of a couple in virtual separation and marital breakdown. Yes, the marriage. So, once in six months, you've not slept with your husband. Is very likely a. A friend is saying, My sister, the household is servicing him in the boys' quarters. Yeah. <laughs> Once a year. Yeah. Typical of total breakdown. And virtual divorce. So, so you see that, when you respect numbers and you pastors, you must buy this book, Model Marriage. Buy it. Teach your members.
2: Yes. Look.
0: There's a time in marriage It's when you are like married honeymoon and first month, three months, one year, six months, then you get feelings. Like when you see your wife, you no, know, erections have come. Yes. See, no. But at a certain point, if you want your marriage, you don't use feelings, yeah? Copy me, ba. me. No, because you, you you know that if you don't, if you, because it is and this this information, ah, yeah, yeah. If you don't have sex with your wife, you are there. You're like, mm. It's two weeks since we had sex. You know, copy me. Otherwise, you'll be there You are in the church And Emilia comes And serves you with tea And as she's serving the tea A tea bag falls down And she bends down in front of you To to get the tea bag What is this? Now you remember that It's a long time Since you saw something like this Emilia locked the office doors I want to have a meeting with you. Oh, Grace, oh, I, pray. Pray. Oh, I should stop and go home. All right, Grace, go and sing. I, I'm going. No, no, no. I, I, I'm going. I'm just talking, talking. You are preaching. you don't count as a businessman selling cement, as a husband with a wife, as a student. Look, I had a timetable myself because if I don't guide myself, I will only study the subjects I like. Yes. So I, I force myself and count. How many times have you studied friends? So when you are around and you don't count the goings on, you are not in control of your life. When you don't count things in the church, you are not in control of your life. So in this book, The Mega Church, there are four advantages of numbering or counting. Number one, numbering, when you count, it lets you know where you are, where you are in the business. Where you are in the marriage Yesterday I met a couple Yesterday I was I, I, As I was interviewing them I, I said pull out your iPads And write Give yourself mind What is the state Or what was the state of your marriage Last week, yesterday yesterday, I left here around 1am Here and I finished preaching I was Meetings having a conference i'm also pastoring because all things must work together you can say we're having a conference so we have suspended this one we come back then you are a child i said you write how many times Uh, what is your whatever so uh, seven over ten is the state of our mind that is ten is very happy excellent we are happy and zero is i don't love my husband he's beating me and he's whatever Uh, the wife wrote eight over ten the husband wrote seven over ten i said yes then what is the, your state right now? The wife said 2 over 10. Uh, the husband said 2 over 10. The wife said 1 over 10. You see, if you don't attach numbers to things, you will not know where you are. Don't be emotional. Don't just be emotional. You are, you are angry or you are sad or you are what? No, numbers. It's so I'm angry or I'm sad. Put numbers to it. Numbers. When you number, it will let you know where you are. Right. There are pastors here who do, I'm going to go into deeper waters. You'll be shocked at the state of your church. Numbering helps you to check backsliding. Yes, why? Because Bishop says that there is a law of degeneration that is at work in everything. Everything. If we, if we all live here, as these places, and we don't come and touch anything here, and we all return here in five years' time, this hall would be different. The keyboard will be sports, iPad, we can't use. So we are constantly cleaning things, constantly working on things because there is a law of the elements. Called the law of degeneration. Affecting everything. Animates and inanimate. You may not know as you are here. You are spoiling by the day. Your body is spoiling by the day. You are degenerating. That's why i say here. Why don't you just go and come realize that some gray hair has appeared here. Some gray hair is here. Then some gray hair somewhere. It's up here in your waist. So, so, some time ago, you used to bend freely. Now, you walk like Atalante, just moving like that. Yes. We are spoiling. That's why we exercise. We wake up in the morning, do something. Just to make sure that the law of degeneration does not set in, in our bodies. We exercise. If you leave yourself, you are spoiling. There are some husbands. When they are with their pregnant wife, you cannot tell. Apart from the trousers and shirt he's wearing, you will know who is pregnant. Big stomach. Look, I said, when you leave yourself, you will spoil. So you number. When you measure your waist, you are numbering your waist. I said, when you put a tape. Measuring tape around your waist. You are measuring your waist. When you stand on the scale, thank you, you are measuring your, your life. Measure! If you go to a white man's a, a, a house, there's a weighing scale in the bathroom. If you go to a black man's toilet, there's toilet roll. No, ask yourself as you are here. Do you have a scale in your bathroom? No, 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 answer me. Just ask yourself. Is there a scale? It should tell you your disregard. Thank you, mommy. Yes. You should have a scale. Because one day, if you take your pregnant wife to the... This one, I got a text. One of my uh, members he said he took his wife to... to the hospital because she broke her waters yes based on what you are wearing they can even arrest you the man and take you to the labor hall saying that you are the one in labor because you a big stomach it is a so is the church also backsliding if you don't number the church typically number one two three four five seven eighteen twenty you'll be surprised that you wouldn't know that your church is on a downward trend. Your church is going down. You were 20 last week, uh, last month, you became 18, became 15, you are 12. So today you count, you you count and you are 12. But you don't even know how many you were last month, so you can't compare. When you number, you count, you stimulate growth. You stimulate growth and generate a new vision. Anybody who numbers will be dissatisfied with smallness. Anybody who numbers. See, by, by the very act and art of numbering, you are, you are demonstrating your disregard for smallness. You are demonstrating your utter disdain for losses in your business. When you see a businessman, a businesswoman, who doesn't count, you are looking at a businesswoman who doesn't care if, there's, if, if there are losses, if the business collapses. Whenever you count something, it shows that you are, you are degeneration conscious. There are pastors here. Abscess. Who don't know? The number of people you preached to just last Sunday. I can tell you how many people I preached to last Sunday. And if you are listening to me, and you don't know how many people you preached to last Sunday, it is a sign. That's why we go to court No, no, that's why we go to court. If there was no court, I don't know, there will be chaos. I don't know if there will be anybody alive. But we go to court, a lawyer will present your case. Somebody, a lawyer will pretend somebody's killed. And then a judge will explain your behavior to you. <laughs> that your behavior means this. That two people have killed. This one killed a woman. This one killed another woman. But this one will go to jail for 15 years. This one will get seven years because they It is the judge who will use the circumstances to explain that you are not as bad as this man. Even though you don't have hair. There are many things you are not doing that you need a judge to explain to you. And today I am the judge explaining to you that by not knowing how many people you preached to just last Sunday... It's, it means, therefore, that you are a bad shepherd. You are a bad pastor. I don't care whether you've been a pastor for 30 years. You are bogus. Bogus. Go and plant your church in Bogosu, Because you are bogus. 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 what? Bogus. 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 gas You have worn your suit. You have preached a message for 45 minutes to a congregation. You do not know whether they were 78 or 63. You are sitting here. You are. And worst of it all is those who call themselves founders. He founded what? Bogus. Not bogus. Jesus, the good shepherd, counted. He counted. So when you are a pastor, you don't count your church members. You don't count things in the church. You don't know how many chairs are in your hall. You don't count. You don't count. You don't count. It shows that you are not a good shepherd. Because the good shepherd, Jesus said, had 100 sheep. And one day When they were passing under the road Counting 16, 17, 18, 28, 46, 72, 73, 74, 75, 98, 99, 100 And the porter will lock the door The following day 1, 2, 3 4 5 18 22 36, 83, 95, 96 97 98 99 100 Porter locks the door. Then one day. One day. It was one day. One, two, three, sixteen, eighteen. 16 20, 21, 22, 63, 93, 94, 95, 96, 97, 98, 99, uh, Porter, bring them all here. They thought they were going to sleep, but they were brought back for counting. (laughs) 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 Porter, again, are you sure there's none there? Right. One, two, three, four, five, six, eighteen, twenty one. 48, 93, 94, 95, 96, 97, 98, 99. Uh, Porter, lock them, lock the door. Then he put his bottle down. He went outside. Because a real shepherd will never sit down. Do You know that if you have got 100 sheep and one gets lost, it's not really a very big problem. Yeah. If you have 100 sheep and you lose 40 or 20 or 10, uh-huh, but only one, you says, oh, Okay, tomorrow I'm sure it is hiding under a rock somewhere. So sure. No, 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 but not this, my Jesus shepherd. Yeah. I said, Not my Jesus shepherd. Yeah. Even if you had 100, yeah. one sheep missing is still an emergency. When you count, you will discover that you will not go home on Sunday at 2 p.m. as a pastor. When you count, when you are a counting pastor, I don't see how you will have family lunch on Sunday. Me, By the grace of God, because I count. Going home at 1 a.m. Last week, Sunday, at 2 a.m., I was driving home. Meetings. Because when you count, it will generate work. And you are not used to work. The reason why you are not used to work is that you, because... You are a pastor because you didn't pass exams. Oh yes, I know you. If you, had be, if you were a lawyer, you would never be a pastor. If you were a doctor, you would never be a pastor. If you had chatted, ACCA, grade what? What is the chata? Those who chatted? Eh? You ACCA, charta. Grade 3, chatter. Grade 9, chatter. Chata chata. You will never be a pastor. You are a pastor because you couldn't get a job. Yes, because you never learned in school. You are a lazy person. You don't respect work. That is why you preach to 60 members. You don't even know the assistant. And 12 o'clock, you lock your door. You are going home. Because the behavior you had in school, you have brought it to the ministry. But those who pass their exams in school, who are pastors, their behavior in school is in church. Yeah. Go to town. I, today, uh, tomorrow, Sunday, if you like, just close early, close early, lock up, and just fill your tank and drive through town. Or not, 2, 2 o'clock, 3 p.m., 99% of churches are closed down, are locked. There's nobody in the church, are there doors,
2: nothing. Yeah.
0: But not in this church, rather 3 o'clock is when the church has begun. <laughs> Yeah, that's when the work on Sunday has started. If you come here at 8 p.m. on Sunday, you wonder, that, is, is there a convention? It's no convention. We are working. Because we have counted our things in the morning. And we are realizing that Charlie, we no go going sit down, make the devil cheat us every Sunday. This verse tells you that a true shepherd does not countenance decrease. Conscious, he's so wild. Never, never. And I'm sure you know that you cannot know that sheep are one hundred until you count them. I'm sure we can agree on that one. That you cannot use your eyeball. Just, well, an African. Is a black one there? That bra- There The two that were born yesterday. Okay, then go inside. You cannot use your eyeball. You can't, you just scan the sheep. Because if you scan the sheep, there's a way you can scan the sheep. 90 sheep will look like 100. In fact, 100 sheep will look like 60. When you you, you scan, the only way a shepherd will know that one sheep is out of the fold will be by what? Meticulous, perspicacious, detail-oriented counting. By counting, it gives the shepherd a job. Look at it. What he did? He goeth into the mountains. There's the the the, the <laughs> there's an errand. There's an errand. Counting will take you on. When you see a, a, a shepherd climbing the mountain, climbing. All because two hours ago, he was counting. If he had not counted, you would never have seen him counting, uh, climbing a mountain. So some of us sitting here, one day, a pastor was invited to a church to have a convention. What should he see in the church? He saw that the keyboardist was, no, not the key, no, somebody sitting in front, not the keyboardist, sorry. He saw his member, the prominent place in the church. So, when the service ended and they were eating, I mean, the pastor's wife had organized some food for them. Then he called the a member. Say, ah, James, I realized I didn't see you in church last Sunday. When I saw you, I just realized that I didn't see you in church last Sunday. Why? Where have you been? James, last Sunday, I've been in church for the past two years. True story. I've been here for two years last Sunday because the pastor does not care he had to go to another church to preach in a convention to see his church member but he does not have any mechanism within his pastoral world to know that James Ofosu is absent in my church the home sales, the small groups, we, we review. Look, every member's attendance is charted. Sunday attendance, weekday service attendance. If you come to church or if you, went, if you go for a meeting, we take green, we color green. If you are absent, color red. Yeah, so we, we sit down and look at every home cell. Ten members, James, oh, green, 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 red. What happened? That day, oh, it rained. Where he stays? Okay. I, why is Vivienne Dussus all red? Danger! Danger! I had a meeting with a group last Sunday. I, I, I'm meeting them for the first time to review their work. I, I was meeting them for the first time. And the, and the leader, the one who was the Data presented very bogus, uh, uh, whatever. Data. I said, no, 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 I don't want my things like this. I don't like numbers. Attendance 24th uh, January 15, 22nd January 18, 4th May 17. I said, "I, I don't deal with numbers. I called somebody, I said, show us how we present data in this search. When I'm having a meeting, how data should be presented. Then she put up green. Red. Hey, what is green? Green means that Kwame, didn't, uh, Kwame came. Red means they didn't come. I don't like 14. I want the names of people that make up the 14. One by one, I want to see where they are. That is how to have members. That's what I told you. The canopy you see there, it's not a, it's not a conference canopy. No. It's not a conference canopy. If you like, come here on Sunday. This hall is full. People are upstairs. Downstairs. Full. Outside. Full. One says, then they go. Another one will come. That one is not full. Another one will come. That one is not full. And we are failing. We are failing. How do we fail? By Sunday evening, we are not at home watching Sports. Braekum Stars versus Adriana Is it Adriane, uh, uh. Adriana Ebionna. Yeah. FC. Braekum Chelsea. You are a pastor. You are at home on Sunday evening watching sports. You don't know the people who came to church. Why is Cecilia prepre? I'm preaching. It's not teaching,
1: teaching.
0: Sit down and listen. I'm teaching. Have a vision. Those persons are visionless. All they care about is the year, the statement. What, what do you call those things? Our year of greatness, our year of loyalty, our year of smooching, our year of eating, our year of enhancement, our year of acceleration, our year of marital bliss. This is our year of honeymoon. Our year of sexology. We're stickers on the cars. But what makes the child? So a lot of pastors don't even know that. Even... I wish I had time out of taking you through some... Well, you come. A lot of pastors don't have his preaching, his teaching. The members come to church, but he has no vision. When I say vision, I'm not talking about starting an orphanage or opening a library or sinking boreholes. There are bigger visions for a pastor than sinking a borehole. And you will never have any vision until you come. numbering the sheep has been a valuable tool for me to help monitor the increase and decrease of the church. It must be monitored. A pastor should be concerned. So, So at this point, maybe we can even stop and ask for you to ask yourself soberly and introspectively. Whether you are really a pastor. Are you really a pastor? Because we've learned over the days here that apparently I didn't know having sheep around you does not mean you are a shepherd. Remember Michael said that you can have sheep around you, but you are a butcher. Butchers also have sheep. You can have sheep around you and you are hiring. Are you a real shepherd? Are you really sure that you are doing this work? Look, you can scream, you can prance around, you can jump, you can do anything, but if your work you are doing does not have counting, the only thing you are interested in counting is the offerings. That one, dear, hey, Mama see. Count the offerings. Mamasi. I will not go home. So actually, what made you even go home at 1.30 was that you were waiting for the offering. <laughs> if Mama C had counted the offerings earlier, you'd have left at 12:30. <laughs> you, mu- you must get the scores before you leave. <laughs> but you will never count how many shadows... So I want to teach you as a pastor how many of you have believed in God to become good shepherds or I should stop and go I should continue if you, are, if you want to be a good shepherd 14 important numbers you must have very important number one The number of people physically present in your church service on Sunday morning or evening, whatever time you have your service. It's an important number. If you are a chorister, how many choristers, if you are a choir leader, choir madam, how many choristers came to sing on the stage? Versus how many came to church and did not sing on the stage. It means they did not come for rehearsals. Or you are a poor leader. If you are in charge of the toilet with your team. On Sunday, how many of your members came to church? I'm not speaking to pastors alone. Anybody under whom God's sheep He bought not with cities, but he bought with his own blood. Under your care, it must concern you. How many of the people under me came to church on Sunday? And I don't mean, because there are different ways you can count on the Sunday counting. You can do some generalized counting, some wild figures. No, guessing. No, count in this church You see, when I'm preaching, I'm getting towards the end of the preaching, I see a guy at the back there, stand there with a pen. He'll count boxes. We count. We count. The place is full and we are counting. I will have time one day and we will talk about the mega church. Why? Because... I sense in my spirit that you are destined for a mega church one of these days. Because the metamorphosis you are undergoing now, the 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 the, the, the pupation you are undergoing now is a sign that I can see colors of your wings about to happen. You are undergoing pupation, pupation. So number one, every pastor here, Sunday morning, count. If you have two services, three services, count and understand when you are counting also make sure that you are factoring in overlaps. In this church, when you come here, there are three, four services, different people. Different instrumentalists, the choir is different, pastors are different. You can come and see. If you happen to see somebody you saw in another service, then maybe the keyboardist couldn't come. So they call the first service keyboardist. Yes. We have a bench of keyboardists. Or, yes, yes, you may come here and see a face like a singer. Singing in two services. Because I liked her song in the first service and I said, come and sing it in the second service. But the choir, the, 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 the singer for the service, they're different. I move with my singers. So, so if I'm doing 10 services, you may see 10, the same faces there. But, like, The choir that was in the first service stayed over to sing in the second service. Nala. Nada. When you are starting a service, make sure that the choir is different, instrumentalists are different. Yes. If you are ready for marriage, buy your plates and materials. call some of the members. If, if your hall is full, you want to start another service, call some members and say, you know something, from now on, one, two, four, seven, eight, twelve, 12, you are a choir. Oh, why are we a choir? We, we can't sing. Those who stand on the stage to sing, they don't sing, they don't have any good voice. Always, if the choir is 10, only three can sing well. A lot of them, they sing like Reverend Michael. We form choirs in the church not because we want music, but because we want groups that can be isolated and passed. Yeah, that's why we form choirs. The reason why we form choir ah, but I'm surprised are you, are you a child? A lot of the church the, the, the singers in the choir don't they are not there because they love God. Some of them are advertising themselves that I'm not married. So when they are singing, they just wave a little to say, there's no ring. Go watch me carefully. There's no ring. Watch me, baby. Watch me, baby. You see a girl who should be at the back. By the time the song has ended, it's ended, she's in front singing, "Jesus, the lover of love my soul." Then she move the hair like that. Then said the hair, and the boy, the foolish boy in the middle he said, "Wow, what type of hair is this?" in church? Oh, are, are you, happy? you are here. happy? Number two, a number you cannot do without. The number of people present on weekdays, during weekday services.
2: Weekday
0: service. Why? Because the people who come to church during the week are serious members. So suddenly, a pastor can tell that, "Mm, in my thousand member church, 200 are serious. So if I want even people to work in the church as leaders and counselors, this is the subset from whom I can pick. Because on Sunday, not everybody who is in the church is serious. Sunday is when armed robbers come to pay tithes, fornicators come to confess, boys chasing girls come to see the girl came. I can see that there are some boys always sitting at the back. They never are in front of They must sit at the back and look at the legs of the sisters as they are going to, to assess how she walks and how she moves the body. That one, the copper colored one, I want that one. But on Tuesday, no, think of uh, this church. This church where we are, you must mean to come here before you come here. You, you, you don't just pass by. It's not a church by the road, oh, I came to pass by. No, you must mean to come here. Wow, we've got How many people come to your church during the weekday? It tells you, even, you see, A pastor is a transformer. Jesus said, Follow me and I will make you. Make you. Your ability to transform Sunday only church members to start attending weekday services shows your efficiency and the graces and anointings that is on you as a pastor. It's a reflection. Uh, this January, we had 80 people coming to church during the week. Meanwhile, we are 200 on Sunday. And as you preach and preach by August, 80 has become 110. Yes. It means people are becoming more committed. Those who are in church on weekday are more committed. They are the ones you can count on. Number three the number of people present are small group meetings or fellowship meetings, which means that if you are listening to me and in your, in your church, you don't have fellowships. Fellowships, groups, small groups. Ashes are meeting. Singers are meeting. Soul winners are meeting. Those who sing hymns are meeting. Those who sing only reggae are meeting. Those who sing cool are meeting. Those who sing this are meeting. Different groups. It shows that you are, your, your, your shepherding is nearing the shepherding of Christ. Why? Why? He said, other sheep I have. That are not of this fold. So apparently that shepherd may have other folds other folds. But we are not of this fold. But we are of this fold. So one bishop said one day he went to his father to ask him for something. I think land or something. I think land. He said, Daddy, I need a plot of land to build something. And the father said, sit down. (laughs) I said, listen, I want to inform you that you are not my only child. Oh, yes, you are not my only child. There are other children. Because sometimes uh, somebody may be in this fold and may not know that there are others elsewhere. In the church, the choristers must know that they are not your only members. Other sheep I have that are not of this fold. So a, a real serpent creates sheep folds. So you can have a church that is a 10,000-member church. That's what we call big enough to accommodate you and small enough to know you. Dr. Yonggi Cho said 800,000 members. If you visit there in Korea, they will take you to a floor boxes of cells and their tight cuts. Plenty! 800,000! But when you are in it, you will be known because you will belong to a small cell. That is why a real shepherd must have potters. Pastors who are in charge of sheepfolds and who open the door anytime the shepherd wants to go in, yes. So pastors who don't have the grace to build big churches deceive themselves that God called them to build a small family church where it's small enough for where we know ourselves. You are bogus, bogus small church. Confess that you do not know how to build a 2,000 member church. Then we'll show you. But don't say that God anointed you to be a pastor of 300 members. Glory, vine, small family church. Nonsense. Nonsense. if you are listening to me, look at my face very carefully. God sent me to tell you, he did not anoint you to be a pastor of hundreds of members. He anointed you to be a pastor of thousands of members. Neither did he anoint you to be a pastor of one church, one sheepfold. Every pastor must say, as I'm here, I I can tell you, all that sheep I have, that are not of this branch. I have I'm sure you can see that the ministry is not a joke. (laughs) That if you apply yourself to it, there is no job on earth that compares to the job of a pastor. And if you do it well, you will not need to honor yourself. The work itself will honor you. The reason why you honor yourself is that you don't have the type of sheep that bring honor to a pastor. The Bible says that the honor of a king is in the multitude of the people. So when you don't have multitudes, it means there's no honor. That's when you choose to honor yourself. You pay yourself. You buy your car. You buy your shoes. You honor yourselves. You buy your own rings. But there's a pastor with four rings on his finger. It, on his fingers, it is his members who bought the rings for him. Say, wear them. You are a rapper. Pastor, God did not call you into the ministry to dishonor you. You are dishonoring yourself. He did not call you to disgrace you. You. By reason of your laziness, you are disgracing yourself. No man, Hebrews five four, taketh this honor upon himself. Wow. As was Aaron, honor. The priesthood is a is a is a profession of honor. Honor. The priesthood vocation is a vocation of honor. Ideally. Every pastor should have honor. Ideally, we are those Ghanaians should refer to as honorable. But your 18 members in a canteen somewhere or in a classroom somewhere, Who, who respect you? Who even knows you? So, all you are left to do is to honor yourself. And Jesus said, If I honor myself, John 8 54, if I honor myself, my honor is nothing. <laughs> if I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my Father that honors me by giving me a charge to pastor, He is honoring me. So to, make, to, to, to enhance our image, we have to curl our hair, wear some yellow suits, green suits, like comedians or magicians. Yes. You will do everything to enhance your image. But are some pastors. I met a pastor in, at an airport. One of our and pastors, big fat church with churches. bring some batik, be some shoes, some jeans, be somewhere. But when he stands and he speaks, one message becomes a national message. You don't need to wear a silk shirt. It's, it's because your sheepfold is empty. That's where you are sewing booboos and kaftans. When you are coming, it's like trade winds. An angel is arriving. Hmm. Hmm. Then when we come to your church, 28 sick members. Hmm. Then the pastor with thousands of branches, when he arrives, he's wearing a t-shirt and he's just Why? Because the real honor is not in the silk shirt or the brown, whatever. The real honor is the honor that God gives you When God makes you a pastor, he has honored you. Listen to me. Let me tell you. I've worked as a medical doctor for many years. The honor I have, I'm on air. I would have said something to you. But I can tell you, the honor of being a doctor is about 1,000 kilometers away. From the honor of being a pastor. I can tell you. I was at 37 Hospital two months ago, and something happened I'll never forget. I was with a senior doctor, one of our pastors, at the car park. We were chatting before entering my car suddenly a pretty girl lovely beautiful girl it was later I even realized that she was married beautiful girl she, she just came to the doctor and said doc I'm broke and the doctor the pastor said "Ah,
2: why, why are you always
0: broke what is wrong with you what is the problem said, I'm, I'm broke I don't have any money So the doctor, my pastor, said, come to my office. I'll give you money. And the lady said, I cannot come to your office. Why can't you come? Then she pointed to the coke stand. He said, I'm selling yogurt. I'm selling yogurt. If I leave the yogurt to come to your office, by the time I returned, the owners would have come for the yogurt. The doctor said, okay, stay there. I will send someone to bring you money. Then he just introduced, oh, Bishop, I forgot to, please, this is Frida, Dr. Frida Oppo. Doctor! So, yes, so Bishop, oh, She worked with me a very good friend, she, she was one of our house uh, officers. And she has finished school, done a house door. She can't get her job. She can't get a job. She can't get a posting to work in the hospital. So the doctor is selling yogurt at the hospital. The doctor, I'm not talking about a story I, I, I read, or, or a dream, or a pretty window. My children will say, it is what I have seen it with my eyes. It is what I have seen it with my eyes. The doctor is selling your God in the hospital. When God gives you, 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 a carpenter like you, he makes you a pastor, he's trying to honor you. My own nephew. My own nephew. His wife is a doctor. She's at home right now. If she got a job, then it is yesterday she got a job. To get a doctor to be posted in this country is a problem. That's why I tell you, I didn't have a problem being posted. I've worked at every level of the health ladder. have taught specialists, I have taught doctors. If I tell you that the honor of a pastor but like in Matthew 23 I long to bless you, I long to gather you but you would not. As a pastor, I'm increasingly becoming aware that there are people you want to be good to who don't want you to be good to them. As a human being, I've come to that conclusion. It's not everybody you see who has a need for love that you love. They cannot value the love. God saw you. Think about it. Is there any proper person in your family? Is your family not full of drunkards? You yourself, what is your background? If you weren't a pastor, what would you be? But God ignores all the stack of cards that are against you. And says that out of your family of fallen angels... I'm lifting you up. I'm honoring you. I'm
2: giving you a worthy portion.
0: You still say, no, I won't read. I've stood here. Bishop Dagward Mills, he asked me to have this conference. His 40 books, that cost one, 2,000 cities. He said, Dr. Go, give it to them. Go and dash it. Let them pay 300 cities and take it. Because, hey, look, Bishop, he has enough of this to dash everyone, every single one here. He can give everybody here one Macarius, one, everybody one. But he will not do it because he will not value free things. So he said, tell them to pay 300 cities. Still, still, there are some who will never Read So that you'll be honored Read Make a church And grow your church Read church growth And grow your church Let's welcome Bishop Eddie Fabian From the Kodesh You're welcome What What an honor What an honor What a blessing Sit down and listen To me I'm preaching to you anointing. Because your family is a family of masons and fishermen and farmers. But you, I don't know why, I'm selecting you and making you a pastor. So read the art of shepherding. Say you will not. You will not. Read. Read. Daughter, you can make it. Read it. So you will not. So the girls in my, I'm uh, sure so you've seen the, the, the conference I'm organizing is women. Any man doing something for me is on probation. 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 I don't trust men at As he's with you right now, next year, Bishop, I'm doing a course in Massachusetts, Canada. I'm going here. But the sisters, the ladies, they are with you. Say, so I'm here for you. These ladies, my singers, are not my, they're not my only singers. I've got men. One of them, they has even left the church. But I thank God my pastor wrote a book, daughter. you can make it. So that the women who can be pastors, that you in your ignorance have turned them into servers of bread and tea. The church, the fat church that is sitting here is women and a few favored men. Yes, like these ones, they're all on probation. <laughs> Woman, you should see them on Sunday. She has a skirt suit, but she come with jeans. Bought a bus, bring members to church. He is sleeping. And you take a phone. Hey, Mavis, What are the members? Oh, Pastor Richard. Oh, okay. We, we are around so two. We are coming. Okay. Then you put that. You sleep again. This one that we can't even find him in the church. This one, because he's short, even if he's there, we he can't even see him. So, so when you come around, you may think that I like girls. not so that I like girls, but the men, but I thank God that daughter you can make it has taught me that some of the most anointed people you can ever have in a church are the women sitting in the church, anointings. Written the book, you will read it. So, your ministry is moving at a tortoise rate, slow. But Habakkuk said, You may not have the vision, you may not see the vision, but somebody sees the vision and he writes it down. So that when you read it without the vision, but you read somebody's vision, you may run. I'm Preaching, baby, the church I was pastoring, Mata Echo, that I left, I was transferred from. She's the one pastoring it. She is Reverend Michael's wife. Ideally, I mean, she should have even been my assistant, but she said that she, she wants to be on her own, so I have to call him, even though I, do, I don't see him often. I have to call him to be my assistant. I am blessed. You should go and see the church. Beautiful church. She came to show me her pictures. She has tiled the church. Yes, woman. She has raised funds to tile the church. Carpeted the stage. Beautiful church. You give it to a man. (laughs) Read. You see, pastors, I want to inform you that If God makes you a pastor He has given you the best portion of the meal You are higher than a doctor in your family Believe me The only thing is that you You Are the one who does not want to arise and shine Because you are are actually a backward lazy person But ideally, the lawyers in your family, there's nobody in my family who doesn't bow. Not because I am great, but because the office I'm occupying is the highest office of the land. I am higher than the president. You want to insult me? You want to demean me? To give me the office of the presidency of Ghana? You want to insult me? You want to give me a job that will last for eight years? When I'm doing the most honored job, that lasts my lifetime? You want to insult me with MP? MP? Are Some of you here. If you are given the option to choose between the church you are pastoring and the member of parliament, you will drop the church like a hot stone. But I, I understand it because the church you are pastoring is a bogus church, bogus, bogus ministry. You don't respect the virtue of work, you will not sit down, you will not read, you will not study to show yourself approved. So you have no approval. I understand why you would want to be an MP. I, I, I. I I would have been surprised if you are still so stuck to your church and rejected the offer to be an assemblyman. Some of us here, if you will, they give you a American visa in your passport. Bissam Wallahi Laila. Rahim Wahai. Rahi Kuala Lai. Wallahi Lai. You will never return to Ghana. Wallahi Lai. Bissam Allahi. But some of us, We have the basis. There's nothing in America that titillates me. When they come, they bow. The ministry is glorious. Don't demean it. That's why Apostle Paul, a lawyer who studied at the feet of no mean a man as Gamaliel. If it is today, would have said uh, Paul was a Yale laureate, Yale, a lawyer of no mean repute. Not these two by four roadside law schools we have, Gamaliel. He said, Romans eleven thirteen, I magnify my office, I magnify it, I make it big. God has given me the ministry. To make it big Ideally when you are in the toilet As the poo poo is coming out There should be knowledge entering inside of you You go to sit in the toilet And you are looking at ants moving on the tiles Ants And you won't even learn from the ants The read, read Buy it You won't buy it because you are not even given to investing in things of the Spirit. You see, anything you don't invest in shows where your interest is not in. Because in the Bible, there's, a, there's, there's, a, there's an order. Your treasure takes the lead. And your heart follows your treasure. You see, where your treasure is, where, that is where your heart will be. Your, 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 your heart doesn't take the lead and draws your treasure. It is where your treasure is. That is where, 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 where your, your heart. So, so if you're not prepared to invest in the ministry, it shows that you will never, you will be a hireling, a heartless hireling. Where your treasure is. If you spend 300 cities to buy this, your heart will be in it. Your heart will follow the treasure. I know there are some churches here, even if you slap all your church members, you can't get 300 cities from them on a Sunday. I know that. But if it was a funeral, you'd have borrowed money to wear brisci. 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 But to buy knowledge, to buy the makane. to buy the charisma, to read books on the anointing, the anointing, anointing, catch the anointing, start to the anointing. No! So you are a dry prune, a dry school teacher. You are surprised only 18 people come for your weekday service. But you can't. Look, when I was in this, when I came here to this church, my weekday services. Just like here, in fact, it was so bad we even built a wall at the back here to separate. To, the, the, the back there was a wall. The, the real church was from here to here. Weekday service, few. Just like on funerals on wakekeeping. I said, "No, Lord, don't do this to me. Don't do this to me." Fought, read what I must read, prayed what I must pray. Years, three, four years. Today, if you count my weekday service, this hall is full packed weekday you will not you may think it's a convention that my last weekday service last week Tuesday Tuesday service just like a convention here we close around 1130 beautiful service beautiful service I preach on the maneuverability of a snake. The maneuverability of a snake. Four. There is a better version of what you are doing. There is a better, whatever, even me, as I stand with this conference, inshallah, next year, you will see a better version of this conference we have here you'll wonder what were we thinking about that we had such a poor conference whatever you are doing there's a better version so in 2 Corinthians 3.18 Paul is the one who introduces this that whatever you are doing is the same marriage but there are better versions it's the same glory but they are from glory to glory it's the same glory but there are higher levels of the same glory There are better versions of my teaching ministry. It is up to me to listen to the Makane Ion, Makane original. If I soak a lot of this, I soak more of this. Next year, you wonder wow, is this Bishop Ogo? Who was preaching such a bogus preaching in the 2017 out of Shepherding? That in 2018, his messages are so anointed. Yes! Why? Because there is a better version of you. There is a better version of you. May you discover it. May you find it. May you find it. I said there is a better version of you. But you may die and never see it. You may die and never see it. Sit down. Number three. Number four. The number of people who attend fasting and prayer sessions. Your church, you call for 21 day fast. Eventually, by the 17th day, it's only you and your wife and your two children. The message of The See, it shows it shows you how your members are prepared to sacrifice and their level of spirituality. You should note when you are fasting and you are meeting in the church in the evening to pray, the number of people in the room is a message to you. What type of church you have. Church members who cannot lay their stomachs down Compared to those who Come to color the atmosphere With their clothes on Sunday It's a message to you Fasting We are doing clay fasting When it's Sunday 200 When we are fasting 10 people are here It's a reflection It's a reflection And if you want a group of people to draw leaders from, to draw spiritual leaders, pastors from, these are the people. We we don't do much with Sunday church service, Pastor. Pastor, let me tell you, your real church is a, is the Tuesday service. The one you can take to the bank is the Tuesday service. but no matter who you are even Christ his Sunday service was filled with people looking for bread there will always be people who will come on Sunday and will never attend any other service but when you are a pastor that's why I'm saying that the people who come for fasting weekday service those type of difficult services the extra oil services, the extra mileage services—it tells you your efficiency as a pastor, your anointing as a pastor. A pastor must convert. I had some two daughters in this church years ago. They will come for first service. True story. One of them is sitting here. They will come for first service, and even their services, you should know. In the first service, there are people, mostly people, who want to hurry up with God and finish with God and go and really live their proper life. They come early, early mass. Then they come. These two girls would sit here, Sundays, some Sundays. That Sunday, I was consecrated as a bishop. We had a joint service. But I liked them very much. I love them so on that Sunday as I was wearing my mitre and my shepherd's staff and my regalia and preaching I was looking at out of my beloved girls where are they? they were not in church the girls I love we're not in church. The following Sunday, which was a normal Sunday, they came. They came to church. We're on a st- somewhere outside, and I asked them, "My consecration, you didn't come. Why?" I said, "Oh, Bishop, we thought you knew. I knew what." I said, "Oh, we don't attend joint services, oh." So. We don't attend joint services. So, what? So but we thought you knew. When it's a joint service, the people I lot, the place is hot. We want a service where there are few people and there's air around and so joint service also they keep long and all that. The girls I love. Today, one of them, she's sitting there. Friday morning, she was here yesterday. Today, on Sunday, she's here for four services. Working at the back. Working. Tuesday service. She comes to church before I even descend from my office. Because there's such a thing as the Egyptians you see today, you shall see them no more. There are things if you are a real shepherd, you can convert. Look, your love, your care, your interest in people can literally change people before you. That today, this girl who doesn't attend joint services is sitting at the pastor's conference on Friday morning. Clap your hands for Jesus. There's a number of people who come for conventions. You invite some prophet or some pastor, convention that the place is full. You see that it shows those who like miracles. It's also a group. Because sometimes there's a crowd there, like Mr. Prince was teaching us yesterday, that there's a pull factor. Some people, unless they see miracles. Look, one of the best conventions I've ever had since I was born again, 32 years ago, through my wife, was a teaching convention we had at Collegono. Bishop Mutasono came teaching. Look, it was like milk. This type of miracle. But there are some people too. What they need is miracles, they are part of the church. So, so the number, if you have a convention, counts. You will suddenly realize that hey you better teach your members that they cannot follow jesus christ only for bread but they must also follow him because of the word that's why peter said i'm not going because i'm following you john six i'm following you because of the word not everybody follows jesus because of bread there are people who follow jesus because of the words Another number you must have its a sine qua non for a pastor. You cannot do without it. It's the number of people absent on the Sunday service. Sundays at each service. Absent. A pastor is not only interested in the 99 who are present is also interested in the one who is not present. So for a pastor, when is number, numbering, his interest is not only on those who came, but he's also numbering on, or counting because of the people who couldn't come. They are also of interest. In fact, they may even define the work on that Sunday. Number seven. I feel we should pray, but I, 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 wait. Let, let me be in control. I, I sense the number of people in the choir. It's a number. A pastor must have it. Have you seen it? Seven. Seven. When you go to a church. Look, a church, there was a time when I lived in Takradi all the time, all my years, my life. Then I moved to the medical school in Accra. That's what brought me to Accra. When I came to Accra, one day, I don't know, somebody invited me. I think there was a lady in my auntie's house in Laboni who attended Action. At that time, they were at a diplomatic shop airport. So I went. I was a young boy. One night, sat in the church service. We were praying. Bishop Sa led some prayer time. Ola Williams, and then then they called a choir. Voices of triumph, with Quincy Dixon on the keyboard. Hey. As I sat there, I had never heard some before. I mean, it was like I was in, I was I was I was lifted into an ethereal environment. Some I was like the the music that filled the atmosphere. I said to myself, I will come here every Sunday. There was nothing about the pastors preaching I heard. I was born again. I was a serious Christian. But the, the message did not move me as, as powerfully as the choir, the music. That is the reason why if you are a pastor, the choir should be of interest to you. Yeah. Those who sing for me, last night when we left here, I was in the office with one of my singers. We were watching the video of her singing. Last night, I, I, I forward, I rewind, I pause, forward. This is, said this, I was giving marks, 98%. This one, 45. This is what you did. This place, you shouldn't have done this. As we are here in the morning, you don't know what we have done in the office. <laughs> the choir, it's a reflection. Something about a choir. Tell us what, because there are some people, it is the music in the church. Say all things. I didn't hear you. Say all things. All things. Yes, they fill the church with melody. They are like the flowers in the church. That's why if you are a pastor, listen, I, I told my choir the other day, I said, I don't play the keyboard. When I was a child, I was playing the keyboard. And then my father died. And that ended a lot of things in my life. Oh yes, I was playing the keyboard. After nine years, everything changed. I don't sing. My voice is a little better than Reverend Michael's voice. But, you know, it's a little better. but not fair. Just slightly better. You don't need to sing well. Pastor, you don't need to be a keyboardist. You should know music. Even, 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 there are some songs, I have listened to them over the years, that when somebody is singing, they are, I expect certain insonations and, and, and uh, innuendos at certain parts. I know how the thing must sound. How the keyboard must go. I, I I I know what is inside it. But you you are a pastor of a church. You are sitting down. One speaker is blown. You don't you cannot even tell that the sound has, sh- has changed. You are dead, dead byer like a cow. A speaker is blown. You can't even detect it. All your mind is on is the, the message. What message? The music is a message. Why? Because the songs that are sung are themselves preaching. Paul says singing to yourselves in psalms, in hymns, and spiritual songs, speaking to yourselves. Speaking to yourselves. When somebody is singing, she is speaking. Speaking. When the lady was playing the keyboard and singing, she was preaching. That's of pastors they don't care i'm telling you and you can judge what caliber of pastor you are when you enter a church the type of music in the church will tell you what a pastor what, what type whether you are dealing with a fisherman pastor or a bushman or some villager who has got a microphone to 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 to, to pastor a church i'm preaching there are bushmen who are pastors bushman and you can't tell you see, tell a sound in the church one sound one speaker is muffled one this is that when we began the conference we didn't have these two and uh, whatever uh, we have we, we what i tell him sound lower this do this check this no i don't like it does that, that feel it they are the professionals but i match them boot for boot. if you take me to the machine i don't even know which button is the off button I have have no knowledge of what is there, but I can tell him that something is wrong. Balance the sound well. Feel the sound well. We can't hear the keyboard. The drums are not mic'd. You should know. It's your profession. It's your skill. Your prosperity is in the work you are doing. The lamps for thy clothing. The lamps for thy clothing. The lamps for their clothing. The degree to which you are covered or you are naked depends on the type of lamps you have. The lamps for their clothing. And the goats are the price of a field. Your ability to buy land depends on the members who are sitting there. Even the goats, goats are valuable. I've got goats in the church. Like my member now, who today is a sheep. She was a, you see, it's a girl, but she was a he goat. He goat, pie, pie, pie. But a type of pastor can convert a he goat into a she sheep. May something drop on you. May your pastoral credentials be enhanced. May your members call you the best shepherd they ever had. When your member is talking about you, when your name is mentioned, she will have goosebumps. When she is talking about you, two sentences into a speech, she will be shedding tears because she remembers the love, the care, the, 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 the shepherding. She remembers how you have been patient. Can your members talk about you that way? The lambs. I, I told you. as for you and I. Look, we couldn't become architects. We couldn't go to medical school. We, 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 we couldn't pass math well. But God, I don't know how and why. He has rather selected the best part of the food and given it to us. Clap your strength for God. break One day, you will need clothes. You, won't, you can't get it. I said, we cannot be doctors. We couldn't go to law school. We, not all of us could chatter. Me, even in school, I used to run away from the class. I didn't see why a grown-up should sit down and say debit and credit. A grown-up. <laughs> when the teacher comes through one door, my school all the classes have two doors. One door on the left. One door. When they enter through one door, I go to the other one. So, ah, how? Law of diminishing returns. What is diminishing? What is that? The most annoying was French. So, uh, Kemba Amalia. Uh, Winsway, we we What was that? I mean, we're talking about physics and chemistry, balancing of equations, momentum, loss of motion. Yes! Uh, Kemba Amalia, Amalia, Sontale, je Devenu, uh, and so what? Then, when I was going to write O-Level, I had to choose French because I had been run away from my comms. I needed two art subjects. I was forced to do French. You're Came by Amalia. After I'd be sitting down learning French, I would look up to the hills and say, Lord, what is this? Have mercy on me. I said, Not all of us could become talented accountants. What profession do you have? What school did you go to? But God has selected the ministry to honor you with honor that only Aaron could have. He's blessed you. Be a pastor. Care for your flock. You won't have money, but you wear clothes because the lambs will be your clothing. You won't have dollars to buy any plot of land because the goats will give you. You won't have money to buy a car, but your members will buy a car for you. The church I'm pastoring, by the grace of God. If I need a car and I announce it on Sunday, the following Sunday, there'll be two cars on the car park. By the grace of God. Why? Because the lamps. I said, the lamps. I said, the lamps. Yes. The car I'm driving is eight years old. A young man came and told me that your oil is leaking. I said, let it leak. I know what I'm doing, (laughs) let it leak. Allow it to leak. When you see me driving an old car, it's not because I don't know how I can organize the car. The lamps are there big lamps. The goats. Even a woman is a goat. A he goat. A woman is a he goat. Pastor, I know you don't sing. Sir, do you play the keyboard? Do you play guitar? Do you play drums? Do you play congas? Do you play lead guitar? Can you sing, baritone, soprano, uh, alto or altar? Is it altar or alto? Alto. Autogram. Not of the grams, but you can learn it. not a single but to, to sit in the church and say no qua, after church wait for me see me see me so when they come to your church the place is lovely but they are there i've not even mentioned how you have developed your teaching skills when you are teaching they, they sit down say, so you are ministering to them can't you feel i'm ministering to you today it's an anointing. It said it's called the teaching anointing. I cut it from my father, Bishop Daggy Mills. Yeah, I cut it. Cut it. Cut it. Don't sit there. Don't catch it. Your preaching is like William. When you start preaching, you won't have lambs, you won't have goats. 27, look at the the next verse. Next verse. And thou shalt have goat's milk enough for your food. Goat's milk. It means if your food is banku, if your food is akble, if your food is yam, you have enough goat's milk to trade for your food. Kabola Zaga. I don't remember the last time I was hungry. I don't remember the last time. I don't know the last time I was looking for food, I couldn't find food. I don't know wherever I am, there is somebody, there is somebody in my life in the church I can call her. If I'm in South Africa, that bring me fufu from Accra. She will pound it and bring it. Yes. And beware, this member is a go-to. She's not a sheep. So she's a goat. Goat's milk. They are the goat's milk. And for the food of the household, I don't remember the last time my children said, "Daddy, there's no food at home," or my wife came to attack me and said, is the shop, the shop money?" The goats are providing. The goats are providing. I said, "The goats are providing." If you have goats. Uh, Unless they don't see that you have a need. If I announce today that I need two loaves of bread in my house tomorrow
2: morning,
0: I just saw in the spirit that your ministry was changing colors. It's called beauty for ashes. I said, it's called beauty for ashes. I said, beautiful ashes I am prophesying to a church right now That no matter the level of dishonor and shame Gloom and doom You are receiving beautiful ashes The glory of the Lord I said, the glory of the Lord Go and sing, arise and shine Quickly, hurry up Go, go up, lift your hands and receive the glory of the Lord The glory of the Lord Your light has come Out of suffering is your light I said, your light has come I said, your light has come. I said, your light has come. I see the nations flowing. I said, I see the nations flowing. I see the nations flowing. Receive the glory of the Lord. The ministry that had no shine. That had no luster. The ministry that was not known. It shall be known. This is your season. This is your hour. I tell you that what was going down. What was shriveling shall become luxuriant what was brown shall become green
1: arise Your church all should be established. Nations, uh, your nations, ministry shall be established. Nations, come on. Shall flow, shall flow, shall flow. Come on. All nations. Lift your two hands. Stand to your feet and pray. It Lord, shall come, shall come. Lord, hey, I want to arise. To I must arise. Hey, lift my ministry, to lift, lift up. my ministry, Lord. Hey, lift lift up. my ministry. Lift my ministry. Rebe, De- your touch will be a Pray and Lift your blood blood hands and pray. Stand sh- by ministry around. Rip around, Lord. Pray Pray. Yes. yes. For thy light is come the glory of the Lord Yes! yes. Pray. Pray! A little one shall become a thousand A small one shall be a nation A little one shall become a thousand A little one a nation of the people But the Lord shall arise Upon thee And this glory shall be seen Upon thee But the Lord shall arise Upon thee And this A
2: little one,
1: a little one, a little
2: one,
1: a little one, a little one shall become a thousand and a small one, a nation. I,
0: the law, will hasten it. I, the law, will
1: hasten it. Pray. In Baba <in-handella> Santa, Santa, Baba Santa, Papa, in the Maya, Ramama, Baba, the Baba, the Tilly, it's time to stand. In the last days, hey. you're you're In the In hey. to to, the you know. Know. Right to go hey. Look
0: I believe that you must sow into this atmosphere for a recoloration of your ministry. Take out a seed. 100 Ghana, 200 Ghana, 50 Ghana. Come and put it into the offering bag. And as we are praying, play the music and pray, everybody. Come prayerfully and plant a seed for your ministry. Something about your ministry, I'm telling you that the color of your ministry is changing. Oh, yes. Yes,
1: come. Ilo bohosika ndolo bosa lembre hadish kinomoras yes manala papa pa luz palelei kadoba alananani esa telema jose iro mamara basini aondi mokho rabaha lombrosi kataya lembrosi lembrosi ile prendele bobo yes kapa ya dala you are sowing into your
0: ministry you are sowing into your ministry this is not the offering we are pouring oil on the stone because we have seen angels ascending and descending that's what we are doing now lift
1: your hands and pray and say lord cause me to
0: arise
1: are you a singer Yes. Are you a treasurer? Yes. Are you an assault? Yes. Are you a preacher? Yes. Are you a singer? Yes. Semelobosata. Basalaba. Yes. Oh yes. It's right. it's <speaking in foreign language> your ministry is taken wings. Yes, Lord. I your ministry. Yeah, it's yeah, the in the in the is taken away. Hey. 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 Something is happening here. Something is happening here. Something is happening here. Something is happening here. Everybody lift your hands and now cry to God Say God lift me up lift me up me show, me ah, yes Imamaya dalava vassa Yes rakenyo muko toli lift your hands and pray Yes rakenyo muko Yes. Don't stop praying. Don't stop praying. Hey. Yes. Hey. Your
0: church will never be the same again. I said, your church, your ministry will never be the same again pass, maybe you don't, you don't know where you are standing Why you are standing is a miracle ground
1: what was not meant to happen happens here come on clap your hands and pray clap your hands and pray but she did a bonus, a to your house, in the go to shall come to, come to pass in the last days oh, that the fountain of the Lord's house shall be established in the top of the mountains. It shall be exalted above the hills and all the nations shall, it. It shall, 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 shall to pass. Your time time. Your your to your, your hands and pray. Your, your, hands pray. Your, your ministry is changing. The anointing level is rising. Your strength is in this world. The world is abounded. The 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 above above the and to I did not it up. I'm not the rubber, 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 Imando lo bosse. 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 Imando Rabba, Rabba pa pa we call over Satayana, it shall be established, it shall be established. All of the be so, pray, pray. so, pray, pray. pray. It shall be be Rap upon the rest of the world. I am the shall flow, the world. the rest of the world. I am the the flow I the the
0: I see angels ascending and descending
1: Amen Jesus
0: in the there will be a difference between yesterday and tomorrow Amen I said there will be a difference between yesterday and tomorrow Amen Begin to hear comments being made about you Amen It's Saul also among the prophets It's Reverend James also Jesus. among the mega church pastors Jesus Yes. It's God's glory ministry. Also among the churches with branches. Yes. Receive a new testimony for your
1: ministry. I receive it. We yes. do the
0: ministry with anointings. Yes. Not appointings.
1: Yes.
0: We use anointings, oh, not yes. appointings.
1: Yes. Oh, yes,
0: Lord. When they remove your title from you, will you be recognized? Yes. Yes. Oh, Anoint us, Lord. Imagine that I am called Mr. Edwin Ogo. Will you still recognize me as anointed? From today, yes. you will not be defined by a title a certificate oh, yes. has given you. Jesus. The anointing upon your life itself will speak. Amen. I like said the grace of God upon your life will speak. Amen. I like said the grace will speak. Amen. The anointing will speak. Amen. The wisdom will speak. Amen. I see you shooting forward with horses. Amen. Amen hey. Drop Father, off. we thank you. Right. We are honored. Yes. Indeed, we are honored. Oh, yes. We have chosen to dishonor ourselves. Messy. But you've honored you? us. Yes, Lord. Oh. To make somebody like me a pastor. Oh, yes. Is the highest honor you can ever oh, bestow yes. on me. Yes. I thank you. Thank you. And you honored me. Clap you. your hands for Jesus.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.